What's up, Bench Warmers? Welcome into episode 118 of the Far End of the Bench podcast with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant. It is a football-only show today. We do have NHL, we do have NBA going on. Those two things aren't going so well, so we're sticking with just football. But guess what? We're throwing in some European football in there as well. Yes, I said European it's football. It's soccer, Jim. It's called soccer. Okay, I'm sorry. It's soccer. Yes, we're, we are talking a little bit about soccer. The group stages are over. The U.S. unfortunately gets knocked out in the first round of the knockouts, but hey, they made it onto the bracket and they stole a spot from a country that really wanted it a lot more than, than we did, if we're being honest. So we'll talk all about that. We'll look forward. Nico gives you his predictions for the rest of the tournament. Um, we'll talk about college football. A lot of big things happening, especially here in the Mile High State. Yeah, big, big things coming. College football playoff rankings, NFL recap, plus the pick them. Obviously, like I said, big packed football episode. Be sure to follow at FEOTV pod. See it up here on the screen. I know that it's not turned on. My dog ate the wire, so it doesn't turn on right now. I'm still trying to figure that out. At FEOTV Pod, all social media platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow at Variety underscore sports underscore as we are presented by the Variety Sports Network. Uh, I, I think it's time. Give me my theme music. We're coming, baby. Give me my Louis bag. Bring me my Gucci shit. And we're coming. We're fucking coming, baby. The, the rise is real. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Uh, yes, it, it is We're time coming, Jimmy. again. We're yes, coming. We are, we are com- coming. We're coming. <laughs> I, what, I don't even know. We like what that saying a lot more than the other one. We don't say the other one anymore. We're coming, Jimmy. We're coming. What's the other? What's the other one? I don't even. Well, I don't exactly. We don't know. We don't need to talk about the other one. Okay. The other, the I'm totally. Can, I'm, I'm just treating it like one of the conversations that I have at school. Like, Mr. Plato, did you realize? No, I had no idea. I never even thought about that. I, I just don't know. Don't even know. Um, this is far end of the bench. This is episode 118 here with Jimmy Plato and Nico Bryant. Uh, it's going to be totally football. So we're starting on the pitch. We didn't win, so I guess we have to call it we, – we do, right? That's the stipulation that yeah. we made. We no, we did win. not lose to England, though. We did so, not lose, but we did, we did not, not win. lose. We did not lose, so. Yeah, no, it was – it ended up being better than uh, what a lot of people were thinking, so we'll get into all of that. Uh, we are presented by the Variety Sports Network, so before we go any further, make sure you follow our podcast at FEOTB Pod on all social media platforms, and then make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel – and then follow at Variety underscore sports underscore um, and subscribe to the Variety Sports Network YouTube channel as well. A lot of great shows coming out from them. Uh, Talking the Gridiron, our, the weekly NFL show. I'll be back on that this week. Um, yeah, no, there was quite a bit of stuff to get to. And uh, I will tell you, as a teacher, I fucking hate the World Cup, Nico. I know that you've been Why enjoying you it. it. And you Why? Can- Nico. Oh, because Nico. no one's watching us paying attention at all. Yes. Wait, wait till March comes around, pal. Because you think this oh, is I'm not. Just, I'm just, just going to turn the computer March. Yeah, no, I'm just going to turn the computer off. It honestly, so I'm not as crotchety as some of the older teachers, funny enough. It's, it's my first year, so it's probably likely that I'm not as old and crotchety. We were writing an essay on Friday in my second hour class, which is like during the second game, like 8.30-ish to, to 9 o'clock or whatever. I had kids writing their essay and they were, they were smart about it. It wasn't until I got up and was starting to walk through the rows. They had like the mini player up on their screen while they're typing their essay. And you know what, since they were getting their stuff done, I didn't say a single thing about it. 
Hey, that's all that matters. Hey, we did it. I did it. I sure as hell did it. I, I did it all did. the time during my I was in a class where the teacher did it. The teacher, instead of like we were turning in grades and he was just sitting on his computer, like, huh? His wife. <laughs> yeah, you, you never thought you could you'd see the world, this country do that with soccer, but here we are. Like it's well, it, I, it must suck, but the, you know, at the same time, I get it. I, I I totally get it. I mean, this this World Cup has been nothing but electrifying. Nothing but electrifying. There have been a lot of good games, and I just just to be even more hypocritical now that it's the knockout stage. The teachers, once our we all have like certain off hours. Once our off hour hits, we're in the teachers' room and everyone Watching has their game on. <laughs> uh, and it's oh, it's going to penalties. Oh, here we go. No, I I wish it was in the summer, mainly because it would be not. It would have been nice. Um, not have it in the middle it, of football season. Yeah, yeah. Because so I, I would watch. I would watch World Cup over baseball, especially midsummer Absolutely, baseball. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is kind of interesting though. If they are going to keep it at this time of the year, it gives me a good social studies lesson to teach because honestly, really that's what does. I should have done because I, and we're going to get into it because that's part of what I wanted to talk about. I listened to a full hour long podcast. It's uh, on organized crime, but they did a special episode on the shit that was going on in Qatar. And Oh my goodness, this is like some juicy, juicy stuff. So are, are is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into that? There's, there's there's a lot. I want to touch on how the group's plays finished out because before um, we, we, we last talked, a lot has happened in the group play, and we talked about the first couple of rounds. But we can touch upon this first, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you saw, obviously, the, the biggest news on, uh, out of the U.S. side, at least, was um, the U.S. played Iran. And obviously, these our two countries are not – Excuse me, the, Iran. Let's Iran, make sure that's clear fault. once Iran, and for Iran. good. Yes, Iran. Iran. My, fault. my fault, my fault, Iran. We played Iran last game. We had to win to get through. Obviously, we won. But leading up, our two countries obviously are not the friendliest people right now. Not, there's history. There's a lot. There's a lot of things going on, and we had reporters and such decide to take the the game off the field and talk about the, to our captain Tyler Adams. Ask him country. Ask him uh, what, what do you think about the the warships on on our on our waters right now? Something that he had no idea about. They came at him being like, hey, why why did you say our country said it wrong? He's like, I said it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I had no idea. I just oh, get to I the best talk. one. Get get to the best question he asked. And and talk about the discrimination of 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 of, of African Americans in our country as well. Getting yeah. to that point. I mean, like, look, Tyler Adams could not have answered it better. He he the reason why he wore a seat, the guy is 23 years old. Let's not forget that. He's 23 years old. He's a college kid, basically, and he's giving a, a diplomatic answer that some people in this world cannot even fathom. So, so, and to do that on the world's biggest stage and, and, and be basically, he's, he was the best player throughout this whole tournament for the United States. It is something else. And man, like I said, there's a lot of just off the pitch things. I don't know if you saw the, um, the, the FIFA uncut documentary on Netflix, I started the first episode, and I'm not all the way through the whole series, but it is just wild how the how they got the how they got the uh, um, game, how, how the the rules. Obviously, you had the, the the some of the Eastern European countries wanted the one love uh, 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 pride uh, uh, armbands that weren't allowed. You have a dress code at the at the arenas that that the that the Croatian uh, Miss Miss Croatia decides she's not going to eat to, to abide by it. and then you have the uh, uh um you have the likes of um what was the other one 
Oh, I'm just losing my. Oh, and no Budweiser. You can't drink alcohol three years. So, so, and, and it's a fucking three year prison sentence if you get caught. So, that, yeah. so everything's going swell over there right now. <laughs> Off the pitch, oh, everything's going just, swell. just perfectly. It just exactly how. Here's the thing. <laughs> they should not have the infrastructure. They don't. Here's the God's honest truth. They don't have the infrastructure to host this tournament. But they shouldn't even have any of the buildings that they do have. You know that's that it's it doesn't count as slave labor, but the way that their contracts were written, I'm sure that you're aware of this. They would take they would basically put out a false advertisement of a job saying in these like small either South Asian countries or like places where you would kind of expect you're down on your luck, you're looking for a good opportunity. You get taken, they they say they're gonna pay for room and board, you're gonna be a foreman at the job site. This is all gonna be great, you're gonna get paid this salary, you'll have this stipend. And then basically they take you, they human traffic you in a white van, put a hood over your head. You show up at Qatar and not only are you not the foreman, they don't give you this condo that they said they were going to set you up in because they, they're not built. Guess what? You're the one building it. You're, you are, it's called a double contract is what they got these people to sign. It's, it's so not, it's, it's technically legal, but it is very, very, very close to slave labor. And that's where, if you see the number of like the 400 people dead, creating this stuff for the world cup that's what those it wasn't even the qatari people it was the people that they trafficked into the country to build all of the infrastructure and i don't know if you saw also that that the brazil brazil's last uh group game that stadium they played in literally got blown up and and and, and got torn down directly after the game it hosted three games two three games and just said mm, oh we're done with it there's i mean no, it's there's it's no space for any of this stuff um, and that's what you, I think we talked about it on the last show too. I, when I was in China, we played in the, we warmed up in the basketball arena that they played the 2008 games in. It was, it hadn't been used since then. The stadium we played in was for the track and field events. The seats were falling apart. Like this is it they, everywhere. China it's just didn't, sad, yeah. yeah, China didn't blow theirs up because they have enough physical space. Qatar has no physical space. Qatar is now basically all five-star hotels built for this one singular event. It's been over 22 years that this Amir has been putting in all of the different things in place and greasing the right palms and finding the right people in FIFA. And it is insane to me how, like, it's not necessarily insane. I know how FIFA works. It's very similar to if you watched Icarus and the Russian Olympic Federation, you're like, how did they, how did nobody know they're taking steroids? Shut up. Everyone knew that they were taking steroids. Let's let's get that clear. This this shouldn't have even. They were the only country flagged as yeah. We can't have the World Cup here. You can literally pick anywhere else, and it would be fine. Qatar is the one place. I would not where say. It I would not say everyone. Not else any, but any of the other countries that actually had a bid and put together a presentation, because you yes, have to make absolutely. your bid presentation to FIFA. I think it's like two. It's a cycle and a half before you actually get the event. It is so, a whole thing. And luckily, look, 26 is here in the States. It's it's the North America, Canada, USA, and Mexico are all hosting it. So 26 should be a lot more. I mean, the, they already picked the stadiums out. And then we don't have to build any because you can use football stadiums. You can use uh, CFL stadiums. You can use the, the massive stadium in Mexico City. It, I mean, Stadio it, Azteca. They're, they're, it's perfectly built here. And it's going to be fantastic. We put here in four years. But I mean, and look. You're going to be able to drink beer in the stands, Nico. 
Exactly. And, and I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be at a game. I, I, I'll i be the live reporter for Fire to the Bench in 2026 at the game because I will be at a game because that's a bucket list I have in mind to go to the game. So enough off the pitch. Let's talk about on the pitch. First things first, we left you off of being like, well, the U.S., we're going to beat those, those, those British chippies. And, well, we didn't beat those British chippies, but we did not lose to those British chippies. And for all those people being like, well, I fucking hate ties – the NFL had a tie last weekend, so shut the fuck up. So here we are. We had a tie, and and let's put it in in, in, in American terms. What happened? Okay, England has the has the Premier League, which is the number one soccer league in the world. Everyone wants everyone who's who wants to play in the Premier League. Okay, and explain too how they like. Because that, that's the league where if you lose or you're the bottom two, you get – You get relegated and you play in the lo- lower league, basically. It is the top of the top in terms of soccer in the world. You watch it, was like, you, it would be like taking the Texans and moving them to the CFL if they finished with one win on the season. Exactly. And so what happened here is you had a big an all-star team of that league, an all-star team, right? You had an all-star team of the English – Play a bunch of just fuckers of uh, United States guys that just randomly are our last guys on the bench on a bunch of European clubs. And the best way I can I can describe be like, oh, I don't get that innuendo. Look at it like this. If the United States put a Pro Bowl team of NFL players on the field against English uh, English, England football players, uh, NFL, NFL, like like and that American football players on the field, it'd be like them tying us. So that's all you need to know. We'll take a tie. We will happily oh, yeah. take a tie. It is a slap in the face for them to tie us, okay? Because they were talking all this shit, how they run our asses into the ground, and they couldn't nester a goal against us. So it's it's funny. It is funny. It's funny. It's so weird how it resembles history because, like, we never necessarily beat them in a <laughs> war. It was just always we fought them to the point where they're like, "Fuck this guy, this isn't worth it anymore." And that's basically what we did in the soccer. They hate game. us. Like, they hate us. You're not gonna <laughs> score. We're not gonna score. But you're not gonna score. That's exactly that was the main goal. And, and it is too. Like, it's so easy to be a USA soccer fan in the World Cup. And I saw it was on social media, and it wasn't my idea. So I'll give credit to whatever random person I saw it on social media from. U.S. soccer is only there. We just relish taking the spot away from some of these other countries that wait four years for this every single year. We watch the NFL every year, religiously, every single week, whether it's raining, snowing, anything like that. I only watch soccer when it is the World Cup, and I only want to see at least one team that's like, unfortunately, the team that we eliminated this year has circumstances to where hopefully – Nothing bad has happened to them or their families over there in Iran. Um, but yeah, it's literally just to take something away from another team. I will I will say this. Like, look, we obviously were the underdogs, but to get out of this group where you have the Welsh who 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 are very good ball club, Gareth Bale, who plays in the MLS, you beat our Iran. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep messing that up. You get through the you get through to the knockout stage four years after not making it. It's massive. It's massive for the club, it's massive for the sport. And the other thing, this is our fifth sport, basically. Like, like, think about it. And, and, and do you know what the viewership on that England versus, versus United States game on Black Friday was? I was just it was the that. second highest watched sport in the last 12 months in the United States, only losing to the NFL. More than anything basketball has produced, more than, more than NBA Finals, more than the World Series, and more than the Stanley Cup Final. 
that England versus United States soccer game mustered more viewership on Fox Sports than any of those uh, um, sports championships provided outside of the NFL. That is massive for this game. It really is. And look, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm going to watch fucking every single USA soccer game from now until 2026. I'm not. But you have to like our chances. We were the one of the youngest teams at the World Cup. You go through to the next round. You lose to a Dutch team because I still fucking hate the Dutch. It's one two things I hate in this world, Jimmy. It's people that are ignorant of other people's cultures and the fucking Dutch. And we lost the Dutch, but they're a good ball club. So, look, you have your head held high. And 26, you can come out firing. And you can put yourself in a position where you can make some noise. Absolutely. So, I'm very, like I said, very proud of what this Team USA team did over there in, 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 in Qatar. And, and they showed out, no doubt. Dutch Anthem. So, so, uh, so the, I think it's good that Alexi Lawless can put his flamethrower oh, away for the next Alexi, four years. Alexi Lawless, is, oh my god, that is that, that is was insane. The rant he went on after the last World Cup or whatever last international well, him and Taylor Twelman, too. Twelman went on a little rant, too, about us not making it. It was a whole ordeal. I, I, I don't know how Alexi Lawless is still on my screen. I like Dempsey on the screen, I like Donovan because those guys I remember watching growing up during the World Cup. So, but Alexi Lawless, I don't. It's, he is, isn't he one of the only Americans besides Donovan that has like a World Cup moment? Alexi Lawless. No, or is Dempsey it just... has Dempsey has his 90th minute goal against Ghana in 2010. Um, there's a few here and there. There, obviously, we're talking about men's side because the women's side has is we're just better. Than oh, I love the women's, the women's World Cup. So, so, I love so, the women's World yeah, Cup because we fucking because those are our best women athletes in this country. <laughs> it yeah, really that's, is. <laughs> that's what it would look like if we used our best athletes. If the our best athlete's second sport is rarely ever soccer. It's like I played football or basketball, or I played football and wrestled or played baseball. It's never oh I played soccer in the spring and I played football in the fall because that just soccer players and football players don't mix for whatever reason unless it's a man and unless it's like a boy and a girl or I'll say it now because it could be a girl and a boy playing football and soccer it could be reversed but like they mix but I was never really friends. With the boys' soccer players, and I don't think that you were very much either. I mean, I knew some, but it's not like we were BFFs, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's our fifth sport, and it's an absolutely wonderful showing, man. Like I said, it's it's huge for this game and the women's. I mean, in two years, the women's will see them again. Hopefully, they get to win it all. Um, again in 2024, I think I believe it is. So, yeah, it, it's it's a massive showing for the United States. Like I said, look, it's it's a it's a knockout stage loss. But you made it farther than a couple of these teams I'm about to name, whether it be the Germanys of the world, the Belgiums of the world, two teams that are ranked in the top ten. You you, you made it you made it just as far as or you sorry you made it farther than Uruguay. You made it just as far as Spain. I mean, the, 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 there's some names out there of countries that you just you made it you made it longer than made it far made it just as long as Poland, Australia, made it farther than Denmark. I mean. They're, the who's who of, of 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 some of these countries that are out already is is pretty pretty damn good. It is kind of interesting too, just looking at the bracket now. So obviously the <laughs> round of sixteen is over. The quarterfinals are set. Um, they start on Friday and they'll play Friday and Saturday. So Friday's games are Netherlands and Argentina. Argentina beat Australia two to one. Netherlands obviously beat the U.S. three to one, and then uh, Croatia. And Brazil. I actually, funny enough, I have a student. A lot of my students play soccer, so they, that's why they've been so into the World Cup. And one of them who is kind of on like the traveling team, he's his family is Croatian. So he was like, oh. I need to watch 
the Croatia game whenever it's on. That game went to penalties too. I, I oh. bet he was losing his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have him during that period. I have him at the very end of the day. So he's either going to be okay. really happy or really sad, really sad once yeah. he gets to, gets to my class. I did have one one guy moved from Brazil, and I almost guaranteed when Brazil was in their final group stage game, he was sick. But come on. Well, I can't, yeah, he, he had a cough. He had the winter <laughs> cough. No, it was actually, it wasn't even that he was sick. The excuse given in our attendance was. He's a walker, and it was kind of windy. And that was like the one day when he's the wind wasn't blowing. He's a yeah. walker in school. It's kind of windy. Oh, I <laughs> love that. We were that. sitting in the teacher's house. I, like, is he gonna blow away? I love that. That is that is an all time excuse, Jimmy. I can't think about <laughs> these. These kids are smarter than, than us. Holy shit! We, we would have to fucking trip on over ice or something to at least to get a to get a whiff, and our parents would still shove us in the car. I still. School remember like one of those mini inclines going towards the fine arts tunnel at at creek and like i hit the very top of one of those and i just had to fall right into a baseball slide at like 7 10 just sliding past everybody and everybody who was anybody at the high school just like oh what's up what's up because i couldn't stop myself i couldn't get up luckily i knew how to slide like a baseball player but because i told the kid like that was my most embarrassing story from high school they go it actually sounds pretty cool yeah, but I, not I, at the time. I got uh, up and I was like, I can't even walk on the ice. It's stupid, stupid. I got, I, I got, fuck, my ass is fucking wet now. It's yeah, it's yeah, just brutal. But yeah, your your two friends, the Brazilian and the Croatian man. Look, that's that, that's going to be the the second best match of the week. No, no, I'll say third actually. Because look, Brazil has been dominant. They have fucking yeah. steamrolled everybody in their group play. And South Korea, they just – those poor South Koreans, man. It was 4-0 after the 20th minute. They didn't even let, give them any 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 sense of hope. Croatia barely gets past Japan. And Croatia, honestly, was in a group that they could have easily lost to. So I don't like I don't, I don't like how, how they're going. I like Brazil there. Netherlands, Argentina, Messi just seems to be on one. That's the one trophy Messi doesn't have is the World Cup, and he's destined for that. Where but do you this, fall in that argument, by the way? Because I've been asked that like 10 times, Messi or Ronaldo. And if you just look at the way things are playing out right now, it looks like Messi because Ronaldo got pulled and Portugal scored six bench. goals. Yeah, Portugal played a lot better, exactly. I don't know. I'm Port- or Ronaldo was a better striker. He he could put it anywhere, wherever put it in from anywhere, wherever he wants. No, uh, pause on that. Um, whenever he wanted to, because and then Messi was just the all around. Whenever he has the ball on his feet, it's it, it's danger. It's danger. And Ronaldo could just it's like it's Steph Curry versus LeBron. That's the best way to put it right now. Okay, that makes Me, more sense. Me, uh, uh, Ronaldo could snipe it and just pull from anywhere and make it look outstanding. Messi is going to dice, slice and dice you all the way down the field and make your life a living hell. That's the best way I can do it, put it for us Americans that don't watch soccer. And, and right now I'm on the Messi train because I think Messi right now is, is more um, accomplished and in, 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 in terms of club play and everything. I think he's just winning on that one title. Um, but Portugal, they play Morocco. I think they should get past Morocco. Let's hope. But they should get past Morocco. Morocco was uh, not supposed to beat Spain. Exactly. The Morocco was not supposed to make it out of their group and they won their or then they won their group, Jimmy. So it's so, awesome for me because I'm teaching African history right now. So I and, and perfect. And you can be like, you know what? And these guys over here, they're better than Spain at at, at the world. 
World Cup yeah. and at soccer. So a Portugal should beat them, in my opinion. But the game of the weekend, the fucking rivalry known everywhere. It is France. It's England. And these two countries want nothing more to beat these beat the other team. And look, you can say what you want. These are the two premier premier clubs or, or, or countries where clubs and players go to players go to play for PSG and clubs go players go and play in the, uh, 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 in the premier league. That is the two places people go play if they want to be anything. And man, oh man, this game is going to be popcorn, absolutely popcorn. And France is looking unreal. Mbappe is the best player in the world right now. There's zero doubt about it. Mbappe has been unreal. And, but England right now, England was a little shaky. Obviously, the U.S. tie was was interesting. That they dominated the first game, the Senegal game. They kind of just put it on them. I'm expecting a France win here, but England could give them a lot of trouble here. And and man, like I said, I, I I'm going to be watching that game very very closely on Saturday because we don't, there's only one college football game on Saturday. So I'm going I'm only going to be watching that one mainly. But yeah, it's like I said, this group stage. Or sorry, this set this, this second round of the of the, well, the quarterfinals now. Yeah, quarterfinals we're at right now is going to be very, very good. My my predictions, I have Argentina and Brazil going on. I have France and Portugal. I think obviously that's that's the easy way to go. But but and then I'll then I'll we know what I'll do. I'll pick Argentina and I'll pick France. And I think Argentina wins. There's your there's your World Cup predictions from myself. Argentina wins it over France in the final, and Argentina Brazil. That's gonna be a hell of a game too. We are getting to a point where it's some of the best soccer you'll ever watch. So, like I said, if you're if you're bored on a Saturday, on Saturday midday or Friday, you want to space out at work, like I've like I have been during the mornings of some of these games, go watch one of these games because it, it is great, great viewing. One of the kids in my class who happened to find this show on the internet, don't listen to Nico. You don't you don't need to zone out on Friday and watch the game. We have some stuff that we need to get done, so don't do that. But what everyone else, if you're during passing period, passing period, yeah, that yeah. Well, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. I don't want them on their phones during passing period because then you know what they're going to say with the principal, Mr. Pilato said we could watch if it wasn't in the classroom, <laughs> and everybody's standing in the hallway, and I'm the one looking like, oh, <laughs> just like an idiot, like oh shit. Um, those are my only solution, guys. What do you want me to do? Just wait till March, and it's all I'm saying. Just wait till March because it, yeah. it's it's ten times worse. I I can't. I won't be able to stand it. Uh, it also balances out if you're watching the games mm-hmm. on Saturday. The Army Navy game is American enough that if you watch a soccer game, you can still keep your USA, your red, white, and blue card. Exactly. You, yep. you can keep that because Army Navy, it's my favorite game because it is standalone. Um, it is always very entertaining. It's normally almost never a blowout. I know a couple of years here and there, kind of, but it is it's the the old adage is it's the only game played every single year where the people watch the people playing are willing to die fight and die for the people that are watching it. And I think it's, it's the most amazing because these kids do not play to go to (laughs) the NFL. They don't play to continue on their athletic careers. They are truly playing for the love of the game and doing it while going through some of the most rigorous academic work and some of the most rigorous physical training. I mean, you go through basic training right before you hit fall camp, fall camp sucks enough. I can't imagine going through basic training and then being like, okay, let's throw the pads on. It's time for a full on Oklahoma drill gauntlet style. (laughs) Like really? 
This is what I signed up for. This is what I signed up for. Yeah, let me kick my ass even more. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't. I don't want that. Um, yeah, no. This, this look. This this year's games. I don't know if you saw the uniform. We have a NASA uniform, which is fucking unreal, and the Sandstorm uniform for Army that's unreal too. Uh, let me give you some numbers here. If you're if you're a betting man like myself, like myself, you gotta be like, oh, who am I gonna bet on here? Well, a couple things. One, there's going to be no passing. <laughs> Let's keep that plan simple. It's all running. It's all wing T offense, and they they run that shit till it dies. And then turn it on early because the clock is moving. The, the clock is time. fucking moving, and it will not go the full. It will probably be only two hours long, and majority of that will be halftime. It's going to be a soccer match, basically. No, 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 no commercials almost, and the clock is just running. <laughs> it's just running. Okay, so a couple things here that are of note. One. Navy is, is a top 50 team in the country in rushing. Army, however, is a bottom a bottom 50 in rush defense. So you know which way I'm leading here. I don't have I don't have an Army Navy side like a lot of people do. I'm I just I just like watching the game for the hell of it. And you know what? As a betting man, Navy minus two and a half, absolutely hammer it. I'm taking it. That run defense for Army not being that good. Navy run run offense being so so much better. Give me that all, all, all day long. So, so I'm going to be hammering maybe minus two and a half here. Look, you're you're not you're not a degenerate gambler if you don't bet on America's game. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say is you're not a degenerate unless you bet on America's game. Also, don't fall into the trap of the 32 as the over over under. They score like they, they do, still they really score do, yeah. whether they run wing T or triple option or anything like that. They will score and they will put up a lot of points. And it is cool. Like every time that one of them wears an all white uniform, it's going to be a blizzard. I remember, I think it was, it was second sophomore year of college. That was when army was in their white helmets, all white, everything. And Navy was in their blue with their yellow. It was one of the weirdest uniform matchups, but it was also like (laughs) the field's completely covered in snow. And I just, I don't see the army. I just don't see it. They're not there. Yeah, it's it, it's like I said, it's it's something to behold. And the stadium, the stadium in Baltimore is set perfectly for it, and it's going to be an awesome atmosphere, like it always is. The Commander in Chief's Trophy not on the line for one of the first times in the, in the recent oh, memory. Air Force, Air Force, yeah, Air Force, Air Force beat. has the best record, and they had beat both uh, Navy and Army too. So. Air Force won it. Give Air Force some love. Give us some, put us in one of these games. Oh, there. When we get to our, oh, by the way, this is a good time. We're going to talk about Dion. That's what we're getting into next. Yeah, but this is a good spot yeah. to plug. Uh, we're coming up on our third annual FEOTB pod. Bowl and we will not show. be picking every game, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you? No, worry. it's you not going to be four hours. Don't worry. <laughs> we will not it's sit not there for four hours, and we will not bleed our eyes shut trying to trying to talk about fucking Ohio. No, I really Ohio think that Western versus, Kentucky uh, is going to. They're just. They're their top five run defense, so I think I'm going to take them over these guys. Yeah, we're not doing that. By shit. the way, shout out. So, Jeremy Fear, frequent guest of the show. He's also been on the last two bull pickums. Dom is coming back. But Jeremy was the first one. Bailey Zappi. He was the very first guy that I remember saying that name because he goes, this guy is thrown for all of the yards in the regular season. I think they're going to continue to throw for all of the yards in the bull game. And he picked Western Kentucky, and it was against my pick. And then when it happened, I was like, fuck. Jeremy nailed Bailey Zappi, kicking my ass right now. And Bailey Zappi should be the starting quarterback in New England right now. Look at you, Jer. Just putting things into fruition. Yeah, you're good, Jer. That ant samurai guy can go kick rocks. I, I don't, I can't stand him. Colorado is not a poverty. Well, I'm not the per, I'm not the perfect person to argue that point because I still don't count them as a national champion. It's not, it doesn't count if you share it. It also doesn't count if you needed five downs against Missouri. 
should have lost that game. This is also true, Jimmy, but you know what's also true? We're fucking coming over here, okay? We're coming. Give me my thing. And, and we, we are fucking coming over here, boys. Multiple ways are we coming. Multiple, multiple ways. If you're a listener uh, you you of uh, this show, you're Jimmy's class right now, don't take what I'm t- saying for granted, okay? We are coming, and we're going to stop coming. We're going to keep coming, and we're going to keep coming all day, okay? Because prime time, the biggest coaching hire in Colorado football history, the most relevant football team in the state of Colorado right now is the one win CU Buffaloes. This is this like I said, this is the second biggest moment in this school's uh the clubs, the, the football team's history. It honestly might be national the biggest. championship. It might be might be the biggest because what you are bringing is you are bringing a Hall of Famer, a, a, a football hall, pro football hall of famer. You're bringing one of the greatest athletes of all time, baseball. You're bringing his son, who was a four-star recruit quarterback, a guy that threw for for, for over a thousand yards this year, where your quarterbacks combined threw for over only over like 500 yards. So you're bringing all that, and oh, yeah, you got the swagger of prime time, baby. All the swagger, you got the five star recruits. You possibly have the number one recruit from last year, Travis Hunter, on his way to see you. You have five stars coming in. The, the, we are we are seeing a different change in Colorado football. And for those of you saying, like, why are you so happy, Nico? He'll be gone in three years, four years, whatever. You know what? You know what happens in two years, Jimmy? We have a 12-team football playoff. It has been confirmed that in 2024, we will have a 12-team playoff. The Rose Bowl was the last people to sign off of it. And you can't tell me that, that Deion Sanders can't get CU to the top 12 with five-star recruits? You're high. You're high as shit. He can get us there, and all you got to do is get to the dance because once you get to the dance, things can happen. So so, so Deion Sanders will get the CU program back on track. It's going to take time. It's going to take some growing pains. And 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 look, but the man is the man is knows what he's doing. He knows what it takes to win. And he knows what what he can bring to the table. And we are seeing an unprecedented time in Colorado football history. I mean, his coaching staff, he's he is assembled too. My God, he he he, he brought in the Kent State head coach who had one of the highest highest rated offenses in in college football this year. He said, "Nope, you're not a head coach anymore. Come be my assistant head coach." And he's the offense. Excuse me, hiccups. As the offense coordinator, uh, reportedly he he is the uh, defensive um, assistant defensive coordinator of Alabama coming over to be a defensive coordinator for you. I mean, look, look people are like, Deion's going to leave in three years. Why do you care? Because it's a culture change, baby. This is a culture change. This is an absolute culture change. If Dion gets his team back to the top twenty-five, like I believe he will, and he leaves for an SEC job. Do you not think that the that the, the, the Buffaloes will hire someone that is already on a staff and keep that that keep that juice flowing? Absolutely. It is about getting this program back on track. And and look, this year alone, Jimmy, primetime will have Nebraska at home. He will have USC for the last time at home. And he will have Colorado State at home. It's funny. Rick George said in his post-game press conference or press conference after um, the the initial press conference, um, do you have the money to pay Deion Sanders? He said no. He's not wrong. But do you know what this move does? Brings you money. Because you know those 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 phone lines are losing their mind. You know that the ticket sales are going to be jacked up. Everybody's going to pay whatever they want to go come see primetime and the school to come to fruition. And all those brand new uh, uh, people that are come coming to, to enroll at CU as well, those high schools being like, you know what, CU is this, CU is that. It's a massive moment in Colorado football. This this right now, it's massive. Oh, it's not only just for the football program. 
I listen to Joel Klatt's podcast yep. every week. He's one of my favorites. This is one of people guy. that helped bring Dion. Yeah, obviously. I definitely think that he had a hand in that. Local guy played at Arvada, uh, actually Pomona. His dad used to be the head coach of Pomona. So he played locally and against the teams that we've been on for this school. So CU Boulder, as of 2017, has a student body of 33,246 kids. It's of it's the biggest state school in Colorado. It's like the main, it's the name school. You either go to Boulder, you go to Fort Collins, but Boulder is like, it's got the mystique behind it. Thank, thanks to the guys like McCartney. And thanks to the fact that all of the companies are moving their headquarters there and they're setting up an Amazon warehouse. And it's like one of the most rapidly developing places. And then you can look to your left and you see the Boulder foothills. And it's just like, there's a lot to like about it. There's a lot to like about it that number is going to go up by at least one and a half times. Oh, that will be 50,000. It it could be, I'm just trying, I'm trying to just low ball, low ball things here. It's going to be 50,000 students enrolled at CU by the time Dion coaches, probably his first, first or second uh, season. He is going to put into place. He's already doing it. He's already getting the guys to buy into his culture. That's what he's doing when he's saying his four credos or whatever he has, and he's making them repeat it. And I get, I, you can cut anything to make it look like whatever on social media. And people are trying to cut it to make it look like he's telling all the guys on CU currently to go. And really, in all honesty, he probably should. Like everybody needs to be yeah. fighting for their spot on that team because there you were one, one, you were one in fucking 10. Yes, you were one in 10 and not competitive in every, any single any game. game. Any single game. From the very first, like, you got to go against the backup quarterback week one in Max Duggan, and you'd let him turn himself into a damn near Heisman candidate. And now he's playing in the playoff. Like that's how bad this program is down right now. So yeah, everybody should be on notice. I'm glad he's bringing his son. That's why he's here because he knew that Shadur could play at CU and him playing at CU could help his chances to get to the NFL way more than Jackson. So that Absolutely. like, there is a plan. It's not like NFL hall of famers, guys as smart as Dion that have built their brand. Like that's coach prime. That's Coach Prime. He's got a brand behind himself. So whether CU football's brand is down or whether CU Boulder's brand is down, you get the influx of Dion. You get the influx of Coach Prime. And that's not something that can just – it's not something that's going to show up automatically. But once it's in place, it's not like he's going to leave and the whole thing's just going to crumble. He's a guy that it builds from the foundation much. up. Absolutely. Absolutely will. I mean, look, look. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Matt McChesney. I'm just going to be out there. But he said he hit the nail on the head. If you are in that room with Dion with that speech, and and, and he's telling you, look, if you're if you're willing to buy in, you'll be here. But if you're not, the portal will be open on Monday. If you if if you're if you're the guy out there being like, you know, that's that's a little harsh. He's talking to you. That's plain and simple. He's you're the one that he's you. trying to get out. Yeah. He, he's the one he's wanting to get out the room. He's the one that you knows you're not mentally strong enough. And hey, Hate it or love it, I don't care. This program is not as as, as low as it could be right now, and, and right now it is an all time high. And unless you buy into the culture and, and can move forward, then you're you're not wanted in this team. You can go you can go to CSU, plain and simple. That's what he said. Like if you if you're not a part of this, go play in Fort Collins, go play UNC, go play somewhere else where where you where you're not ready to play in the big big leagues. Because I'm bringing my luggage, and yes, it's Louis Vuitton, okay. But if you're in this room right now, you will have an opportunity to play on this football team. He promised that. He's like, if you buy in, you you do everything the right way, you will have a chance. 
and the people that will fight for the chance will be the people that will that that, that could carry this program along with all the five star recruits back to where it should be. Like I said, if you if you it, I thought it was hilarious the kid in the background being like, we will not be wearing, they'll have no phones, we'll not have any hoodies and no hats, and the one kid in the back just takes it off. Like casually, he is setting the tone of this program. There's one thing that this state has not been good at, or CU has not been good at in this state the last 15, 20 years, and that's keeping its top level recruits in state. That is plain and simple. Bunch of the five-star top-level players have all went elsewhere, sent elsewhere in the Pac-12, sent elsewhere in the Big 12, sent elsewhere in the Big 10, SEC, whatever it is. For the first time in a long time, I have a real strong feeling of people that are good here will stay here. Think You can think about the Christian McCaffrey's of the world. A guy like that should have played at CU. Plain and all simple. All the McCaffrey's. All of the McCaffrey's. All of the McCaffrey's. Plain and simple should have played at CU. And, and they went to Stanford. They went to Duke. They went to uh, uh, Michigan. You're losing these top level guys in your state, and you have and you don't think this one little move is going to change that? Absolutely. So so like I said, it's 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 an unprecedented move. It's perfect for this program. Perfect for the state. And man, I'm glad I have some friends that went to see you and they are they are welcoming me in. Because like I said, I don't my school, GCU, we don't have a football team, okay? So I'm a free agent. I, I claimed Miami at the beginning of the year. That kind of fell off quickly. But I will stamp well. my I will put my stamp down. I will be a CU Buff football fan uh, um all the way through this year. And they have welcomed me, said you can join the you can join the hype train. So ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're coming. All right, we're coming. <laughs> Uh, do you think there was a, an attempt by the Walton Penner group to like snag Dion? Like, I know you're a college They're coach, not, but oh, we could. We're not, we're not getting into the NFL just yet. I just had to throw that little last barb out there. Also, people who are thinking that Dion, the people who are saying that Dion's not the coach, he's just the recruiter, I don't give a shit. Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi has nothing to draw you to live there. Like, it's, it's a kind a lot of more draw you. Yes, there is just the lifestyle alone. But it, you think about you, the team that won, quote, the national title at CU had guys from California, had guys from Texas, had guys from Florida because McCartney got them to campus, got them to look around, and they trusted in what he was saying. I think people are going to trust what Dion says. He was Absolutely. able to turn around a very mediocre FCS program at Jackson State to now back-to-back SWAC champions, and they're going to continue on. They have – more money than they know what to do with right now. They're the only FCS school that has their names on the back of their jerseys. That's like a, that's a huge deal. They're the only HBCU that does that. He's able to build this thing at places where it shouldn't be able to be done. And Boulder's not one of those places. Boulder should be like Boulder and Utah should have the biggest rivalry in the country right now, because those that's the level that the Buffaloes need to get to. That's the level. And that's, what's been built over there in Salt Lake with Utah. And, and it was shown, I mean, <clears throat> that's a good way to transition into these college football playoff rankings, the final rankings. So we have our final four in uh, obviously big news was USC, not only losing and getting bounced, but I would say like, that's a good old fashioned butt whooping. That was just other yeah, than the one hit on cam rising where he popped his helmet off. I would say it was a total beat down from the one side and, and Caleb Williams can go paint his nails and on his own. And time say now. fuck Utah on it, but he said out, he can say out of the top four across it now. So instead of fuck Utah, it can be out of the top four. I, I mean, that look, was bad. Well, I, I'll talk about Caleb Williams when we talk about the NFL because I have some th- thoughts about Caleb Williams on terms of that. But yeah, look, 
USC, you had your opportunity. You really did. And and look, I'm just glad. Look, I I believe, in my opinion, the committee got it right, and it's happy. It makes me very happy. I think I think they, they, they look USC a two loss team that. At losing Utah, yes, that hurts them. Yes, they, but but you, Ohio State deserved it more than that other fucking team at five. Let's put it plain and simple. And that team at five should but not Saban be ahead. Said, if you look at the at Vegas six. numbers, oh. it, it, Saban said if you looked at the Vegas numbers, who would be the underdog against Alabama? Everyone. So it, therefore, ergo, even though we have the two losses, all right, we have the two losses now, but I. Right, Follow me here. We have the two losses, but we would be favored if you put us on the field on Saturday. So disregard the fact that TCU has two more wins than we can possibly finish this year on the season if we don't win another game. Oh, and they actually played for something. They had an extra game where they played for something. Alabama was sitting on the rafts being like, we're the third best team in our conference, but let's make the playoff. Think uh, about would, it, Jimmy. I wouldn't say that they're the third best team. <laughs> I know, in their I, I know, but 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 statistically standing, yeah, if you're not in your, wise, yes. if you're not in your if you're not in your conference championship, you're the third best team in your in your in your division. Yeah, plain and simple. I know it's not set up like that, and you you say Ohio State is definitely not the third best team in the division. They're better than Ohio the Purdue, but technically they were. And if you don't get to your cha- national or, or, or or conference championship, you are the third best team or lower in your in your in your thing. And your conference. And Alabama, as far as I'm concerned, they 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 barely beat LSU. Tennessee, who beat them, was lower than them for whatever reason. You barely beat Texas on the road. I'm telling you right now, Georgia would have whooped your ass. Plain and simple. Did you a favor, okay? Did you a favor? Because it would not have been pretty. And, and Bryce Young, as far as I'm concerned, is already preparing for the NFL draft. Half of those Willie Anderson's preparing for the NFL draft. These girls don't fucking care. Plain and simple. That's the word we're at, okay? So it wouldn't have mattered. You would have got your shit broken in. So, so look, I'm happy with the top four the way it is and set up perfectly. It really is. TCU absolutely deserved it. It, it was a hell of a – look, it's very hard to be a team once and it's very hard to be a team twice, That's especially with the way um, they beat A team Kansas like State Kansas State is a very good program. Very, very good program. So, it was like I said, it was a tough one, but TCU absolutely deserved it, and I'm very happy to see them in there. And, man, like I said – I, I'm happy with the top four. I really am. I'm happy with the matchups. There's, t- there's two very, very intriguing games. Because in reality, look, we can say what we want about Michigan, but I really think that TCU could give them a run for their money. I'm serious. I think they uh, could. Both, both and Ohio bad, both. State and Georgia is going to be absolute fireworks. <laughs> As, yeah. It's going to be everything you can want at box cookies. So. Both. Both of them are the best matchups that they could have had. I think that's why oh, they chose absolutely. to keep it specifically because yeah, if you throw rematch, Michigan yeah. and yeah, if you throw Michigan and Ohio State in there as a rematch initially, I think Michigan does the exact same thing. Maybe it's a little bit closer, but it's not going to be. Ohio, be Georgia has to prepare for Ohio State. Georgia has to be able to figure out how to stop C.J. Stroud. I think that they're good enough to do that. Kirby Smart's a very good defensive coach. Um, Stetson Bennett is going to be interesting because in the oh, SEC championship, yeah. He's as old as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's in his fifth season in the NFL. Jimmy, I'll let you finish that thought, but we'll get to highs and things here in a minute. So I got because I have some things about that too. I I just find it it's it's great because that argument that we had a few weeks ago now is completely null and void because TCU did lose their conference championship game and they stuck in the top four. So I think that was the correct choice. Hopefully, that Sonny Dykes is like big fuck up mentally. 
going into everything and it's before the playoff because how do you not just snap the ball to Will Duggan and let him do a quarterback sneak? You don't need and to be in shotgun 85% of the time. There's NFL teams that don't even know that, okay? One that lives in the state that plays in the state that we live in, okay? I so, don't count them as a football team. They're basically an English Premier League team. They're like I, the team I, I that know. Ted Lasso coaches. I know it's just as bad, but but I, look, it, it makes sense absolutely. But in reality, there's a couple things wrong there. First of all, the ball placement was a little tacky. Uh, uh, the, the ball was should have been at the half yard line. It was at the one full one yard line. A little bit interesting there. And 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 look, like I said, te- that that loss should not go against our record. They played an extra game and they did just as good as Bama, if not better. And and they deserved it absolutely. And like I said, Max Duggan, after what Caleb Williams did against Utah. There's, there, there could be some thoughts that Max Duggan could could steal it, right? Absolutely. You, you don't think Stetson it. Bennett's got a chance? Stetson Bennett's a finalist, dude. Jimmy, Stetson Bennett, Joe Burrow, and uh, uh, who was the Heisman Trophy winner before Burrow? Uh, it was – was it? It wasn't Tua, was it? Is it Baker? No. Who was in between Lamar and, and, and Burrow? There's a couple Baker. in there. I think, I think Baker was in there. I'm pretty sure they're all the same age as Stetson Bennett right now. All born in 1997. So they're they're the same age as us right now. And Stetson Bennett is first of all, he didn't deserve to be in the Heisman because the guy is AJ McCarron on Alabama. <laughs> let's play let's play, play play it simple here. AJ McCarron didn't have to do shit because he had all, all NFL players around him. That's exactly what Stetson Bennett is working with here. Um oh, and, Brock and, Bowers and, is the biggest weapon in all of football. He's like, just absolutely deserved to be in there, be there. Like I said, the, this the, the Heisman trophy, you might as well change it to look like a fucking quarterback because that's what that's that's where it's at right now. It's horrendous. B. John Robinson deserved it more than him. The Michigan guy deserved it more than him. Like Corey. But Cole, like there, there's a list, a full list of guys that deserve it so much more. And and like I said he's a fourth guy. There's a top three. Bryce Young, for fuck's sake, Bryce Young deserved it more than him. Even you can't I'll give even it go, to him two years in a row. I know they can't. I know they can't. But I, I still, I think he deserved it more at more fourth place votes than he did. I mean, yeah. it, it's one, two, and three, and one, one and two. There's there's a lot of debate on it. Three is probably Stroud. But one and two, there's a lot of debate about it. But the fourth place is so far away, it's not even close. No, I think um, the only other thing, it would be nice to have the 12-team set up because looking at the bracket, Coward had it on his show. Like, it would – yeah, because you then you get to see teams. I think Utah, Kansas State, uh, funny enough, teams like like a South Carolina, too, are picking up momentum. That's – it's gonna when we get to the NFL, I'm gonna talk about how frustrated frustrated I am with my team. You're frustrated with your team. I'm frustrated for the opposite reasons because we could have been this fucking good early on if we would have just played. But if you get to the point where you can continue to put games together, I think a team like Penn State too, if they get into this 12 team playoff, Tennessee Hooker was injured. Like they yeah, could those, they could have made damage. Those are all teams that you're looking at there like mm, that's it ain't no cakewalk. No cakewalk. No, That's not snowflake. Site, no, no I and, and I, I don't think that the first round would be neutral site. I think that the first round would be oh, hosted yeah. by the the high seed, and then the yeah. second round they'd get into the neutral sites. So you're telling me that you're gonna get Alabama to go to Manhattan, Kansas? We played in Kansas in December and January, Nico. Our van door yeah, froze ready for that. shut. So, ready for that? <laughs> it is with no mountains to block the wind. It is the coldest wind tunnel i have ever been in and our va- our van door legit froze shut we couldn't open the sliding door we all had to pile out the the, the passenger door so yeah those are 
it would be like I said, that we're looking I, and to. Jimmy, like I said, I'm so happy that we're only two years away from that, right? Next 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 year is the last time we will ever have to worry about this. It's true. Uh, there's only one more year of this bullshit. <laughs> one more year, and then we get what we wanted. <laughs> we get March Madness and college football style. It's perfectly, p- perfectly awesome. One more year. One more year. Where's Peyton Manning? One more year. One more. One year. more years. Give me yeah. eight more years. Ah, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anything else on college football before we move off of it? I think we can kind of get into I, NFL. Look, we cannot be more excited for prime time. And from, like I said, people are just trying to find ways to, to hate on a guy that literally is one of the greatest of all time at his position in the league. And one of the greatest of all time in terms of athletes guy played in two championships or a world series and a super bowl in the same calendar year. So shut the fuck up. All right. And I'm pretty sure he would have won the MVP in both if the Braves have won that world series. Okay. So, so as far as I'm concerned, we are we are doing perfectly fine over here, and NCU is going to be right on track, right where they should be. And like I said, we're coming, baby, we're coming. Also, too, don't forget it'll be dropping next Friday. Third annual FEOTB Pod College Bowl Pick'em. Dom's won the last two, so we got to knock him off of his high horse. I told you we wanted pyrotechnics for an entrance this year, so be sure to tune in for that. Jeremy and Dom are going to be back as special guests. I'm looking to win one of these damn pickums because. Yeah. It's still like I'm I still have a shot for our NFL pickup, which is what we're gonna kind of transition into now. But the college pickup, I watch so much college football. Nico, it's unhealthy how much college football I watch. You do do watch a lot. And I still don't win. I still don't know anything. So I'm hoping to win one of those. Tune in next Friday um at FEOTB pod, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you'll be able to catch all that good stuff. Um Let's get into some NFL. Let's talk some pro pro football. We have there is, to. Uh, well, we have to. We can avoid. I don't even want to talk about your team until we score another touchdown. Jimmy, Jimmy, I'll say this, okay? We won't even talk about them until we get to the pick but I will say this. Two weeks ago, the week, obviously, I'm talking about two weeks ago, the game against that T- Carolina Panthers game. I did not watch a second of that football game, Jimmy. I watched the World Cup as at the, on at the exact same time at 11 o'clock. That is the first time. I, mean, I don't know how long I have ever watched come by a Sunday where I haven't watched the Broncos and it wasn't a bye week. Plain and simple. I, I it's the first time in a long time. And and this week is gonna be worse. <laughs> it's gonna be so much worse. I can't wait to and look, the game's at home. I'm not fucking going. Fuck that. It's my grandma's birthday. I'm I'm not putting myself through that misery. Fuck that. I'll go see my say hi to my grandma. Uh-uh. It's going to be a, a rough matchup. And, yeah, that weekend when they were playing the Panthers, Dom and I were switching back and forth between the Jets and the Bengals games because they're both a little bit more competitive and they both have more playoff implications on the line, which is weird for me to say because, you know, of the three teams that are in that situation, you're the one who's won a Super Bowl most recently, unfortunately. You know, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Really Maybe that's what's match. going on. Like still, people, Teams are selling their souls for Super Bowls. Broncos did it. The Rams I, fucking did it. I mean, yeah. the Bucks seems like seem like they. Did I'm ready it. to. I, I mean, feel like I did it. Fucking soul. Are you ready to sell your soul for Super Bowl, Jimmy? Legal. I, think that I accidentally already made the agreement because think about it. We're not talking about hockey, but the Avalanche are hurt 
it's just, oh my god, it's we, so we basically sold our soul. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, but I think like when you asked me that question last year, would you rather have a Bengals Super Bowl and or an Avalanche Cup? I said an Avalanche Cup, and the world was like, okay, we'll show you how that feels. But then and after that's they win, shitty. your Bengals <laughs> are gonna start to off like crap, and the Broncos are gonna suck, and then the, they're everyone's going to get injured, but the Bengals are going to pick it up. So maybe I'll get my Super Bowl, but everyone else, then I'm going to be miserable for the rest of the year. Not having playoff hockey to watch, possibly. I don't think it's going to get oh, that. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get that bad. It did. It, like, it was disheartening opening up Twitter, and the first thing you see is Nathan McKinnon out weeks. Jimmy, do you know who the fuck John Luke Foodie is? I don't. That guy's on the injured reserve right now. We're, our, 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 our backups are getting injured, too. <laughs> It's fucking Colorado Eagles and Miko Ranton versus everybody. <laughs> That's yeah, legit. Right yeah, no, the Colorado Eagles versus Miko Ranton is is legit now because yeah, it was it, everybody was saying it's the Colorado Eagles plus Miko and, and Mac and, yeah, and now now Kale. Yeah, and Taze is still. I'm knocking on wood because Taze likes to get injured, but he's still in the lineup. He's still he's still kicking. Um, we're talking football. We are talking football. <laughs> The, the Bengals are frustrating. I will say that because the last I, I, two why weeks are you have frustrated. Been, it was a hell of a game last Nico. week. Y'all played so damn well. We are still not first in the division. I know. That's uh, yeah, because my fucking team didn't help you. Because my team didn't fucking. Well, I was. I mean, you guys did knock out Lamar. Huntley. So hey, virtual knuckles for, virtual for not knuckles having to play Lamar, against Lamar, yeah. possibly. But dude, like. We would be ten. I I I feel like if we would have played in the preseason and had the ability to work out some of these kinks that they have now got gotten over, I could be looking at a ten and two start to the season instead of an eight and four. And I'm not looking at like we've only won one in division game. We've only beaten the Steelers one time, and that's our only win in the AFC North. That and, is and sad. And don't you forget, Jimmy Joe Burrow. I, I saw a stat today. Joe Burrow's never beat Cleveland. I know. No, it's Cleveland owns our ass for the last three seasons. For whatever reason, they owned us on for Monday Night reason. Football earlier this year. It was that was the most embarrassed that I've ever been because now I'm teaching kids that are Browns fans. So I'm, you know the, you know the mouth that I have, Nico. No, he's from Cleveland. It's okay. okay he moved okay, from okay, Cleveland. Okay, but okay that's you know the mouth that I have. You know I, I like to talk my sports a little bit. So I was running my mouth, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be the time that the Bengals, you know, break through." And then they turned out that shit performance where Chubb literally ran all over the back of every single Bengals player. And yeah, that was that was a tough one to swallow. Not quite as bad as that 2015 wild card loss with Vontaze Perfect, because you know I almost had to take a week off of school for that. <laughs> I was writing so many checks that I had nothing to cash Ooh. with. I was just kind of standing there afterwards, just having to take my lumps, but. This team, if they would just get themselves together and, and play like they did against Kansas City, life would be yeah. nice, huh? They, they're seven and zero in the last seven games. I'm, against Jimmy, Kansas City. I'm just so happy that that a team wearing orange beat beat that fuckers. Those fuckers. Hey, well, I got you. I got you because yeah, Joe yeah, Burrow yeah. hasn't. I know. Lost I, 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 you Mahomes. did that for me. All right. You yeah. did that for and, me. And I Roll also love two. I love two at the end. Did you? It's been going around TikTok, but like wow. this is how you create a rivalry: taking the knee at the end and throwing up the money signs. The dude was on one. I love. I I can't tell you how much I would love to be an offensive lineman for Joe Burrow with the way that he plays. Like that touchdown that he scrambled in for, and then he cl- cl- crawling up like the creature or whatever. Like dude's got balls, and dude, dude, dude is balling dude right now. Nuts. Dude is. Dude nuts is 
dude is balling. I'm pulling balling up is an understatement. The dude is fucking unreal right now. He, he's playing video game numbers. And then look, it was a big win against Kansas City. And, and your division, like I said, the biggest thing right now is your division because don't look now. The Steelers make it back to 500 again because Mike Tomlin refuses to not go below 500 ever. Kenny Pickett so, does not scare me. Kenny Pickett I know small he doesn't hands scare don't you. scare me. I know he doesn't scare you, but they'll be creeping up in the wild card. You could play them in the playoffs. Who knows? And, and like I said, the Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, I don't know how that team fucking functions offensively without him because they have no weapons. Literally, that started Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews can't stay healthy. So I don't know how that team will be a playoff team with Tyler Huntley because it looks like Lamar will be out four to six weeks, and that will hurt them badly. So, look, you're in a prime position. You have to win this weekend. You have to get on a little bit of a run, use that momentum, and, kick, and take over the division. Like I said, it is important to get that first home game. You know how important it was to, to host against Vegas, or Vegas last year? It was so, so important. That game, like I said, you were, you were kicking the shit out of them, and Vegas was coming back. They almost came back and knocked you off if it weren't, if it weren't for the out-of-bounds throw. So, so, like I said, you play that game in Vegas, it could be a lot different. You don't want to go to fucking Pittsburgh. You don't want to go to, to Kansas City. You don't want to go to some of these uh, – to Buffalo, for fuck's sake, who could be the three seed in, in, the, in the playoffs. I mean, you do not want to see that at all. So it is so, so important that the Bengals take these next couple of weeks and, and, and carry this momentum because it, it, it's a vital. Oh, we're not even talking about if they can t- carry this momentum and get the games one that they need to win. We're talking about possible first seed and a first round bye because there is. I was going as I was sitting there bored in class last night. I was going <laughs> through the playoff simulation machine and I was well. Let's see if if I give the Ravens two more losses and the Chiefs two more losses and the Bengals happen to go three and one in that stretch because of the tiebreaker. Bengals finish with the same record as the Chiefs, but we're the one seed, bitches. So. Yeah, no, Joe Burrow's stat line, by the way, 3,400 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, He has as many interceptions or almost as many interceptions as Russell Wilson has bathrooms in his house. So that's – do you think that guy thought it was going to go on this long? No, he he did not think it would go this long, Jimmy. He did not think it would go this long. Peyton Manning has more – had one left (laughs) – I don't know. You definitely saw this stat. I did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Peyton Peyton Manning threw for seven touchdowns in that year that we that 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 we uh made it to Super Bowl and lost this. Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl. He threw seven touchdowns in the first game of the year against Baltimore, and we put up fifty six points. And I was this, I remembered listening to that game. I was at that game. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. I loved going to that game. It was it was exciting. And now Russell Wilson doesn't even has one more touchdown than he than Peyton did in one game, and we're at week thirteen. So that season had such a weird up and down. Oh, never mind. That was the I I I was thinking that that was the the Jacoby Jones. Oh, it was that was a second. Oh, that, no, was, no, that was the first year. You're right. That yeah. was, that was the I was gonna game. say that was that's why we played the Ravens opening first week game, because yeah. of that game. But yeah, yeah no, that's uh. <laughs> There have been some times, like, we love sports. I don't know how we continue to love sports because I've mentioned, I've told the story about watching the Bengals lose at Empower in the middle of a blizzard because they couldn't put a fucking field goal snap down. We just get kicked to the nuts day after day watching our teams, and and, and they still and, – and, look, they're still one of the most important things in our lives. I, I, can't, it's, it's, wait. It's, I can't wait faith. for the dogs to come to the, to the jungle. Faith. It's faith, family, friends, and sports. That's there's your four for us. Okay, that's where we're at. We should throw in our girlfriends there too. 
By the yeah, way. yeah, we'll throw, we'll chuck that in there too. Sorry, yeah. so I, I'm just saying. Sorry, my my bad, my bad. Yeah, you're Let a little you out of practice. I'm a little out of practice. Hey, 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 my girl knows that she comes second to Nicole Jokic. Okay, so it's important. Ooh. She she knows the boundaries, all right? She knows. I I am still too early on in my my stage to, to, even, to make point. make jokes like that. I could make the. Joke I like that. I make those jokes now. She she she's told people that too. When I brought her around other friends, she's like. Yeah, he, he loves Nicole Jokic more than me, and I'm, and and we, I went to a wedding with her, and 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 they were like, you know, what? I understand that. They're like, you do what now? Like, yeah, that man's been there for me for 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 five, for five six years. All right, you just came here, relax. All right, relax. You just got here. Yeah, no, relax. That was that was uh, there was oh god, what was he? It was the he was it some, was, There was, was a, a video going around. Yeah, I remember oh, that. The, I think it was the Eagles, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Eagles. Yeah. This been you just got here. This has been my team for 22 years. You, you just got here. You just showed up. Leave me alone. Hey, I want to watch Christmas movie. No, fuck off. It's a Sunday. All right. We'll watch it at 10 o'clock after Sunday night football. Eagles played on Thursday. I don't care. All right. We're watching Sunday night football. My girl is a Vikings fan. Oh, oh, oh. die hard. Hey, you know what? I, I don't hate the Vikings, okay? Uh, I, I was I told it like the every other year when, could be worse. when we could play, be worse. yeah, could be worse. Oh, it, I I thought with my luck it was going to be a Steelers fan or nothing. Yeah, like I said it could be a lot worse. We'll take it. All right, we'll take. What we yeah, can. I'll take I'll take what I can get. Um, the Lions are on a sneaky little little streak here. Oh, Jimmy, the Lions. The Lions? Are, the Lions, I don't know if you look at the line, they're favorites this weekend against the 10 2 Minnesota Vikings. They're minus one favorite. I already hammered Minnesota Vikings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Detroit. Sorry to ruin your parade. They moved That's... to minus two and a half, Nico. For Detroit already? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. The line is already pushing that way. Oh, I love it, though. I love it. I love it. I want Detroit in the playoffs. Fuck around. Give me Detroit in the playoffs. Give me the pesky Detroit Lions in the playoffs. I don't care. I want chaos. My team is ass. Give me some fun. Give me some fun teams. Give me – oh, bite my tongue here. Give me the Jets. Give me the fucking uh, 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 Giants. Give Give me the Lions. Give me some tra- – the, the Seahawks. Give me anybody that's just absolutely – should have had no reason to be in the playoffs and the playoffs, please. Uh, one thing before we get into this week's pick for week 14, I was listening to – I listened to 104.3. I know you listened to 92.5, but they were – it was Nate Jackson who was on, who's a former player, um, and it was the morning show. He was filling in for Schlereth, and he brought up the possibility of there being a scenario where Hackett wins – this was before the – I think it was before the – it was just before the Baltimore game. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. He only wins two games and continues oh. to keep his job. But those two games would be oh. this weekend breaking oh. the streak against Kansas City and then beating Kansas City at Arrowhead. Jimmy, would you be know. okay with that? Jimmy, I don't know how this team is going to beat this team. Can you give me a give me a solid game plan? I know you. we, we made the joke. Just watch where- what the Bengals did. No, no, no. You think it's easier than that with this team, all right? It's not. So, so let, let me let me put this perspective. First of all, you say that the preseason could have helped you. First of all, whether this team played in the preseason or not, it would not have helped this fucking team because this team would as would not have helped at all. So, but look, you ha- if you're going to beat the Chiefs, you have to hold them to under 16 points, Jimmy. I don't know if you've seen how many points they've put up every single game, but it's much more than 16 points a game. They, every they single game. Up, they just put up 24. 
So oh, here we go. Let's go down the list. Okay. 44, 27, 17. Okay. There's one game. Uh, 41, um, 30, 20, 44, 20, 27, 30, 28, 20. They had one game. They scored under 20, 20 points, Jimmy. One game. You think you're telling me this team can beat this team? Fuck no. We're going to get shit broken in. Like, 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 there's no shot this team can last another fucking season. The only reason why you would keep him around so you can tank for fucking Caleb Williams. Because I checked. I checked. We still have our 2024 first-round pick. Because they made the fucking rule where you can't give back-to-back first-round picks up. So we gave them 2020. We gave them last year's, obviously. We And we gave them uh, – or sorry, 20, we have our 2023 first. We don't have our 24. We gave them 22. We gave them 24. We gave them 25. So we still have our 23 first-round pick. So as far as, my, as I'm concerned, let's fucking ride, boys. <laughs> That's the only reason why you keep hacking it. That's the only reason. There's no other reason to keep hacking it other than the fucking tank for, for Caleb Williams. <laughs> That's that's as weird as that sounds. It's the only reason why you keep him. There's no other reason, not a, not 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 any reason at all. It's the only reason why this man keeps his job. I don't care if we beat the fucking Chiefs because I guarantee, I guarantee, I'm gonna fucking do a, a Charles Barkley guarantee right now. Uh, Vic Lombardi walked home after Dion signed with CU. I, I don't know. I'll do a fucking. I'll do. I don't know. I'll do the pick'em show. Um, half naked over here with no shirt on. If we beat the Chiefs, okay. I don't have. I don't know if that's very visible for anybody else. I'll figure something else out. Do a Broncos oh, beanie and do a Broncos beanie and say that's it. How about that? A Broncos oh, beanie, yeah, no wear, shirt. I will only wear a Broncos beanie and and and. and and that's all I'll wear at the pickup show if we beat the Chiefs. Thank so, God okay, we're not doing it in person. Style, okay? Thank God we're not doing it in person. I, I, <laughs> look, there's a very good chance this team loses by fucking 20. I'm pretty sure the spread's 10 and a half. And the question is, is will this Broncos defense hold them to 20 points? Because for some reason, for some reason, they can hold everybody to under 30, 25 points outside the Raiders. But, but they can't hold but, – but I don't think they'll be able to hold the Chiefs. <laughs> Like I, like, like that's, that's nice thinking. What was his name? Tom, not Tom Jackson. What was his name? Nate Jackson. Nate Jackson. It was nice thinking. It was very nice thinking. Thinking you had a chance to begin. It's a nice thought. It's a, it's a good thought. It's a nice thought. But but, I, I I can't muster myself to go to a game, Jimmy. I don't turn down going to many games. I don't. Whatever I'm offered, I, I yeah. more than likely will be at the game. I don't care if it's a fucking Tuesday night Nuggets game versus the Magic. I will go, okay? <laughs> but 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 I cannot sit in those stands and have Chiefs fans all around me fucking barking at me saying we have we haven't beat them since the fucking uh, Obama uh, 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 Obama presidency. So so like it's it's like I'm not fucking dealing with that shit. I can't. I just can't. Um. Is that where – so we're going to get I'm, into I'm the not picking now. my team to no, win. No, I know. That's, Can we well, do myself we'll a just, favor and not pick my team and pick, pick the game? Because you, no, if you were smart, no. you would pick the Chiefs too. I know. I, I will pick the Chiefs because I can't not – like if the streak is going to end, it would be at home, but it's, it's, it's not, not happening. It's not, it's happening. not happening. No. They were they honestly probably had a better shot. That, the obvious, it's kind of obvious now, hindsight being 2020. They had a better shot last year with Drew Locke breaking the streak. They really did. But, I mean, look – Funny enough, the last two three years we've actually played the Chiefs pretty well. Like we, we we that's the one game in division that's been like you know we have a chance. We had a chance last year. 
For a little, yeah. We have, we have no chance to We have no chance. Yeah. Well, also, you, the Broncos were the ones that hurt them, hurt Mahomes, right? That was yeah, the sneak yeah. play. Yeah. yeah so right. there is a lot of history there. Uh, we're getting into week 14 of the Pick'em. This is presented by SeatGeek, a proud sponsor of the Variety Sports Network and this podcast. If you download the SeatGeek app, make an account, make a login, and use promo code BSN, <laughs> you'll get $20 off your first purchase. So if you want to take those tickets that Nico's not going to be using this weekend in Powerfield, you can get $20 off of the best offer uh, through SeatGeek and uh, very proud that they are a part of this show and the Variety Sports Network. So Thursday night football is where we're going to start. It is an AFC West team versus an NFC West team. Uh, I think we're going to see see Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, baby. It's Baker season. Because Bryce Bryce Perkins and John Wolford are just the worst. The, The worst. The, Baker's, the worst ever. Baker's wearing number 17 also, which is a fucking hideous number on him. Brock oh, Osweiler? Yeah. Yeah, this is a hideous number for a quarterback, first of all. And B, it looks horrendous on him. He's lucky I, to be I, on a fucking team. Take the number that they get. He's lucky he's not number 22 like Doug Foody. I mean, I mean, he should uh, – uh, well, I mean, look, the Rams picked him up, I think, for the sole reason that San Francisco couldn't, if we're being honest with each other. That's the only reason why the Rams picked him up. Was so that I want the new toy first, Sean. I want the new toy first, Kyle. Exactly. So that's all they did that up for that sole reason. Um, or do you think McVeigh still concussed from the other week? Oh, dude, he, he – oh, fuck, dude. He got that, was the, that was the biggest hit of the game. Was the biggest hit his whole defense has had all year. His defense is absolutely That poor garbage. guy probably showed up to the facility tomorrow, <laughs> tried to walk in the door, and the GM's just at the door, like, you know, right? You know, like you, you, you could have retired and, and got paid $300 million to work on Fox Sports, you know? No, I mean, no, like the guy that ran into McVay, he showed up I to know. the practice facility, and the GM's just like, oh, you know, I, I got to tell you, yeah, I know you know, he I got to tell you, you can't come, right? You can't come back in. That's, that's, that's that. You the knocked out the Prince. I don't know if you watched that. The guy didn't break stride. <laughs> he fucking ran him <laughs> over and kept going. <laughs> Where was the get back? It wasn't a, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. It was a jogging, run into him, and then just keep going out of the field. Because <laughs> if you turn back, then everybody's going to see what, at least right now, I don't know his name. If you turned around, I'd have been like, oh, Carmichael, you're an idiot. I mean, nobody sees the last name on the jersey. He probably doesn't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, that was also probably a good thing. Like, I don't want Sean to know who ac- accidentally r- ran into his jaw here. So, yeah, there's um, at least like the Raiders are on a three game winning streak. J- Jimmy, you know who their last loss to was? No, I have no clue. The, the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh. And Jeff Ooh. Saturday. Yeah. And, and do we have another one brewing? Another what the fuck are the Raiders going to lose this game? Game. I'm not, the I'm defense sure. is yeah, but the defense their defense, like, their defense is bad, Jimmy. The, the Raiders, Raiders defense? It's it was bad at the beginning of the year. It's gotten better, but I still don't trust them. The reason why they're playing as good as they are right now because Devon, because Derek Carr realized, oh, let me just give Devontae Adams the ball in space and just give Josh Jacobs the ball thirty times a game. And well, oh, get, crazy! You're gonna win football games. I get that. Josh Jacobs is questionable this weekend, but also the defense, the the Rams' offensive line doesn't have anybody to block. Chandler I know Jones it's not or a Max soul. I know. Like they don't Baker, have a soul. if Baker is gonna play, which is kind of the rumor right now on Thursday night, being picked up two days before. I fuck it, I guess. Right, that, that's it, all yeah. we're trying here is just fuck it. 
he's going to get his head taken off by one of those two guys. Max, Max Crosby is probably outside of the guys that are on my team, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. He's probably one of my favorite pass rushers to watch because the dude never stops moving. He's like a well, shark. I, I, I agree. He, he, he I, I'm not going to say he's one of my favorite pass rushers. I know you can't say it. I will never say that. But that's but why I can't has, say TJ Watts one of mine. So the guy, the guy has a hell of a story and he, he deserves everything. But I, I can't fathom myself to pick the Raiders. Fuck it. I'll 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 be the weird one here. I'll give me Baker and the Rams because the Raiders, Josh McDaniels doesn't know what to do when he can't scheme perfectly against a team. And how do you scheme against Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I mean, you really don't know how. Like, 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 like you don't know what they're gonna look like. I, do you know what the Rams are gonna look like on Thursday? No. Josh McDaniels wins football games when he can do knows exactly what the other team is doing. It's what he yes, did here yeah. in Denver. Film of the other team's practices. <laughs> so give me the Rams. He has no idea what the Rams are going to do offensively or defensively. So give me the Rams. You know who Josh McDaniels is? You remember the little, the creepy, in, I can't remember his name, but like the creepy inmate in uh, Longest Yard that's like playing both Uh-oh. sides of the fence with the guards and he's writing down the plays and his little, okay. the blood of the gods is going to flow like the ancient rivers of Babylon. <laughs> that's what I picture Josh McDaniels team meetings oh. being on Friday. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, this is why I don't get anything accomplished because that's where my brain goes. And most of these things, I just put random people into into movie scenes. I'm going Vegas. I think that they're going to win because the Rams suck. This is the worst Super Bowl hangover of all time for them. <laughs> worst Super Bowl hangover since 2017. So don't worry about that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati. My Bengals. Yeah, I've said it. You said it. The Browns have owned the Bengals for the last three seasons. This is it's the same amount of time since the Broncos have beaten the Chiefs that the Bengals have beaten the Browns. And that's the sad part is because the Browns haven't been good. At least the Chiefs have been good. Yeah, the Browns just, have yeah. not been a playoff contender except for two te- two times in that stretch. Yeah, one and year. Two of them were to get two of those losses are against Baker Mayfield. That just sucks worse. It's true. This is true. It's, and, it, and, it is Deshaun's and, first road game coming and, back. No, 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 second road game. He was in Houston. Oh, they were in Houston last week? They were in Houston last oh. week, and they, and they beat them. Yeah, but nobody showed up to the stadium, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. Houston is, is as bad as it gets, so that's why um, it didn't matter what Cleveland did. They, they should not have won that football game if they're playing anybody else. Um, look, it's an interesting game. It is. Like I said, it, it's one of the best games this weekend. There's zero doubt about it. And, and Cleveland feels like that the, they could spring some wins together. With Deshaun here, and that they could sneak their way into a wildcard position. I don't think they have a shot at winning the division, but they definitely have a shot at sneaking into this wildcard position because the team's ahead of them. And and you you beat a team that you kicked the shit out of earlier in the year, which you come reset, and that and now you get quote unquote better quarterback uh, um in there for you. Things are going to work out better. So I, I I'm not look. I'm 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 morally correct here, Jimmy. I ain't never fucking picking those scums. I, I picked the Browns a few times this year when when they had Jacoby Brissett because Jacoby Brissett should be a Denver Bronco quarterback. <laughs> That's my point. Oh, well, we're I back to, to collecting Denver. quarterbacks again. Are we? <laughs> yes, we are, baby. We're, we're not done. Let's ride. We're coming. So yeah, look, look. I, I'm picking the Bengals for moral reasons and because I, I protect the shield here. And the Bengals, look, the Texans um, did not do their duty last week. And I think Sam Hubbard and 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 Trey Trey Hendrickson need to do the end of, do the world a duty this weekend. That's all I'll say. I will say the and, only and, and issue with talk- that 
And we ain't talking about no duty duty that 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 that, that Odell did uh, uh, for Cleveland. We're talking about some rightful duty. <laughs> yeah, the, the only issue with that is that the Browns' offensive line is really good. So as much as we want to see Deshaun get his head taken off, it's, it's just – it's very difficult. So I think they're going to get to him a couple times. It's just not going to be as many. If it were up to me, I would be, again, pulling the longest yard where I just let the guy – I would just let him get absolutely wrecked on a couple plays. And I wouldn't let him know when it's coming either. Like play hard one time, stop the guy, and then on the next play, oops, I got swam. And then, oh, Deshaun, let me pick that grass out of your face mask, you piece of shit. What? Nothing. Nothing. I didn't say anything. No, I'm um, saying, I'm just keep going. <laughs> I'm picking the Bengals because at some point we need to be we need we need to end this streak. I'm sick of talking about the Bengals and fucking streaks. It was the playoff streak forever. That's over with now. I got to get this other monkey off my back. So I'm going with the Bengals. Hopefully they'll turn their they'll actually show up to play a game against the Browns because they didn't show up on that Monday night game. Um, I threw in the Jets at Buffalo so that we get up to six. I, I want to throw one the fucking Detroit, Minnesota. Fuck it. Like, why don't we throw that one in there, too? You're just trying to get me in trouble with, with Yeah, let's have some yeah. fun here. Let's have some fun here, Jimmy. Is it in Minnesota? It's in Detroit. Okay, so men at Detroit. Uh, let's do uh, – let's get the, the pick for the AFC East matchup because that is now a playoff kind of contention, and then we'll go to, to that one, too. But the, the Jets and the Bills. Mike White didn't have the – the normal follow-up game that he normally has where he throws like three touchdowns and then the next week he normally throws six interceptions still wasn't great. And you still would have liked to win that game. If you're a New York jets fan, um, man, uh, it, the bills are in a weird spot. Lose Von Miller for the entire season. That's that sucks. That's, that, that sucks more on more levels, not just on the playing field, but that was your one and only Super Bowl experience factor. And now he's no longer there. Like, I was a fan of a team who had no Super Bowl experience last season, and look what it what happened to us. We blew it in the last quarter, so that's gonna suck. It's gonna hurt. Josh Allen's still your only running back that is decent. That's not gonna be sustainable too. I still think his elbow's bugging him. That Thanksgiving game, I keep going back to it. There, he floated so many. It's hard for me to think that he's 100% healthy. Now that last throw that he made to score and win it. That's that's the Josh Allen that I know, where he can just that's rip it the adrenaline down. pumping through his arm. That just like give me, I need this one fucking throw, and he hits. Just need to give one more, yeah. And he goes, yeah. I I'm not picking more. the Jets here. I will no, I'm not. Just straight up, I can't. I, I I'm picking the Bills. I still think they're the better team, and and you cannot tell me. I better watch my words here. You cannot tell me Mike White can go into Buffalo and 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 win, and and beat them on on the way Buffalo's been playing. I just don't think it's they're ready for that. I don't think they are. I I'm think the Jets. Jets I think the Jets need a real conversation about looking at a free agent quarterback next year. That's all I'll say. That's all I'm gonna say because your your defense looks good, and you and it looks like you have a lot of opportunity, a lot of weapons offensively that can be used. And I don't think you want to wait for Zach Wilson to wait around. No, I don't think Zach. I think Zach Wilson. If they put him back at quarterback, that's just not gonna work out. I think that is time. He's gonna either have to go to a new team, or it's just gonna have to move on from. Playing. I don't think that he's going to – it's very clear he doesn't have that locker room. And they're he totally not have 110 dog in him. 110%. He's a dog in the locker room, but not – not, out of the locker room, he's a dog. In the locker room, he's not. No, it's it's not there. I am going with the Jets mainly because uh, Buffalo secondary is still banged up. That's, that's a very vital part of their defense. 
Um, and it's, I mean, Dom has been working, like he's been picking the Bengals and it's been working out. So maybe I'm trying to earn myself a little bit of good karma also. And it would be, it's beneficial for me for the Bills to lose at this point. Because if the Bills lose and the Bengals win, like I said, we have the tiebreaker over Kansas City. So if it comes down to Cincinnati and Kansas City for the one and two seed, we would have the one seed at that point. So selfishly, I want it for my team. If Santa's listening or if anybody like the good karma police is listening, I'm picking it because I want my brother to be happy and have another good Sunday. He was so gosh darn disappointed. I just don't want to see that again. Is that convincing enough? That, that, that was really good, Chandler. You okay. deserve an Oscar for that, <laughs> that, that performance. <laughs> All right. Um, Minnesota at Detroit. You know who I have to pick, so might, might as well just give me your – I know you took the, the money line already or the, the spread already. Are you are you sticking with that? No, I'll give Minnesota. I'm not done. Give me Minnesota. I'm not stupid. I, I would love to see – I would look, I'm rooting for Detroit. I'll, I'll be straight up with you. If your girlfriend listens to this to the show, I'm rooting for Detroit, okay, because – Detroit's Detroit, and they've never won fucking anything ever, literally ever. So, so oh, actually, I mean, they, they were good. Their hockey team's decent. Was decent. Their basketball team was decent. You play, in, Lions, a, you play in a place called Little Caesars Arena. I don't take you I, seriously. I, exactly. The Lions have never won anything, okay? <laughs> like you, you, you deserve better. This team deserves better. And and the fact that it's a two-and-a-half spread, Jimmy, this this feels, like, I, I, as weird as this is going to sound, this feels like the Cowboys spread on Thanksgiving. Remember, or not the Cowboys spread? What was it? The, the, oh, it was not on Thanksgiving. It was it was when the Vikings played the Cowboys. Though Cowboys were were a two and a half point favorite against the Vikings, and people were like, Vikings have won. Vikings were seven and one or six and one. Why the hell? Why the hell are the Cowboys getting pl- minus points at home here? It's because Minnesota hasn't played good quarterbacks, and and and, and Kirk Cousins when the lights shine brightest. He does not shine like a diamond, ladies and gentlemen. So, so, so I am going to be giving, picking Minnesota because I want I want to win to pick him. But, but you, I will be picking Detroit, and I would not be surprised if Detroit won this football game. I have to pick Minnesota. I think Kevin O'Connell. Kyle's got those both Easily my favorite, or I, I think, think the coach, most successful coach hire. It's yeah, I think uh, him, him or Sirianni, but it's it's one of those two right now. Yeah, Sirianni makes me laugh every time that I see like the stupid shit on the sidelines is is really funny. Um, O'Connell, O'Connell was funny. He was on um, part of my take, and they kept trying to get him like off of. He is a robot. Like, talk about a guy that knows his cliches. He's watching Bull Durham. He's like, I just hope I can come in and do the there. best for the ball club. And good Lord willing, things are gonna work out, no matter hey, what, what you, the question was. What do you need to do differently, Coach? You know, I think. I think if, if our boys get ready to have a great week of practice and and and, and that that we we get in the film and we'll be a very good team, coach. How do you fix the third down mistakes? You know, if we really watch a lot more film and and really really take it seriously in practice, I think we're gonna be all set, coach. What do you what do you? Th- yes, I think so. Yep, you're right. Absolutely. What we'll do in practice this week, I think we'll be set us up perfectly. It's 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 Greg Popovich answers as we as as it goes. <laughs> Greg Popovich TV answers. <laughs> Yeah, you got to get pucks deep, get pucks in the net, and go win some hockey games. Go win some football games in this situation. We're both on Minnesota, um, Denver, and Kansas City. Let's just skip over it. We already talked about it. Give me Kansas City, and I don't even yeah, want to talk yeah, about it. Okay, that's fine. That's we can it, just 
We'll just, just blow past this. I, 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 I am spending as much time on the show talking about this team as I will think about them all week. Let's put it plain and simple, okay? That's just being honest with you because this team doesn't fucking care about me, and why should I care back about them back? Plain and simple. They don't care about this fan base. They have no pride, no nothing, so you're not going to get it fucking back from me. As harsh as that is, it's the it, truth. Okay. It sounds like you're, is. yeah. Uh, that's like the college friend. Like you were, you guys were inseparable in college. And then you go back to your own hometowns after you graduated. And you're just like, you don't text me. I don't really text you. You're so far away. Do we really care about each other? Or were we just friends because we were close to, close to one another? That's, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. That's until they bring back, a, until they collect another quarterback for you. And then it's going to be all gung ho. I wonder what slogan we're going to throw on a t-shirt next year, by the way, let's ride t-shirts still available oh, in the, in the variety please, sports please, network. Please, please have them take it off for my sake. I'll make them. I will make them. Tell them we'll make them a CU shirt or something because I, I can't fucking keep that shit up. I we really can't. We should definitely make a CU shirt. We have to still get the King of Bench shirts designed for the, the team that are going to make the playoffs by the way we bumped our our league up to a 16 playoff so instead of four are we in the playoffs six. is the last so one season nico we are one seed baby oh we're the one seed. if, Let's if go. we win if we win this week we hold down the one seed and we get Let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. and that's okay. good for me because my hey, teacher I told, league, I, one... I, I, I told you eckler that that the fucking i know it sucked losing joey b but eckler's been the number one running back in football fantasy football oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even we were able to survive not playing Samaja Piran when he scored three touchdowns. And by the way, your call on Jalen Hurts, I was a little skeptical. Jalen Hurts has been one of the most consistent fantasy Consist- quarterbacks. Just consistently giving you buckets. 26, yeah, 26, no 26, 26, 26. Nothing but <laughs> consistency. You love it. You love to see it. And it's hilarious when we go up against teams with like Jared Goff. Or Kirk Cousins, Mar- Mar- Marcus Mariota, Matt like, Ryan. Why the, fuck, why the fuck are you starting Mariota? We're at this point. Hey, this Nico, point. don't don't go there. I had to start Mariota in my teachers' league. That Jimmy, was the one Jimmy, that was auto drafted to us. I, I have a two QB league. Mariota's my QB one, right? So that's where I'm at. And I cut Russell Wilson because I was so fucking done with him. <laughs> I cut him. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. Sunday night football. Miami coming off of a loss. The Sunday night to... football game that was flexed because yeah. prime because 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 the NFL decided you know what the Broncos suck so bad let's not put Patrick Mahomes on the TV. <laughs> you know how bad a team's gonna be to take Patrick Mahomes off off of off of prime time. That's bad. That's very bad. <laughs> I think they were hoping. I know that it wasn't the same situation, but like they should have flexed if they wanted Patrick Mahomes in Sunday night football, they should have flexed last weekend's game. Yeah, Cause then also the chiefs probably would have won because the Bengals don't win in prime so time. Bad. Yeah. So bad. yeah. It'll, it'll be this week, this game, Miami versus the chargers, the chargers, chargers. just lost to the rate. Yeah. You just the lost chargers. to the Raiders by a point. And, and at, at what point I know that we talked so highly about, about Brandon Staley last, I know, I know, oh, but like there was a lot of, there was a lot of praise going his way with Brandon Staley and like the let's push forward and, and yes, go for it on fourth down all the time. Okay, dude, maybe don't go for it on fourth down all the time. Let's be smart about this. You're not playing Madden. And I still don't think that he gets that. I think that's part of the issue. Um, great on Eck for continuing to put up points. And also thank you for giving me some really cool points. Cause the kids that screwed up are mostly football players. I go, Hey, 
because they're talking about fantasy. They go, Al Eckler hasn't been that great. I go, don't watch what you say about him. I, w- I played with him. They go, no, you didn't. And this was the one time I said, okay, pull up the roster. Pull and I pulled it up as I scrolled down. Okay, there he is. And then scroll down a little bit further. No. No. Um, Mike McDaniel or Brandon Staley. I think that's what this game comes down that's, to. Who that's Mike McDaniel. Absolutely. Let, let, let me keep it a buck here. Let, let me let me let me uh let me know if this sounds familiar, Jimmy. Let me know if this sounds familiar. Uh top five quarterback in the league has a stud running back that's a little bit injury prone that puts up good numbers every week, but cannot consistently just keep the offensive flow. Bunch of receivers around a really good quarterback that cannot stay healthy. A defense that has a couple big-name players on it that also are, are, are a very good, very good side of the ball separately, but as a defense can't stop a soul. Tell me if that sounds familiar. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Bill Rivers, Justin Herbert, Dan Thomason, Austin Eckler. Any receiver you want to pick for the Chargers, uh, um, um, Vincent Jackson, rest in peace, Colorado guy, Vincent Jackson and Keenan Allen, Sean Merriman and Nick Bo or or yeah, Nick Boza. No, Joey. No, Joey Boza. Joey Boza. Uh, um, um, you, Eric Weddle and the likes of uh, Derwin, Derwin James. James. Sound familiar? I would just you say want, that you, you lost me because of the elite quarterback. Phillip Rivers was not – not. You, at his peak, he was a top-five quarterback. It was not consistently, but at his peak. And Justin Herbert right now – I, I'll I be still honest remember you. That, that, you, Chargers team, that Chargers team that you're talking about with LT and Phillip Rivers, anytime that I think about that team, I automatically go to the Eddie Royal Monday night game. It's true. I know you're not. You're not wrong. And and, and let, let me, let, let's be honest with ourselves. Do you think Justin Herbert's a top five quarterback right now? Yes, talent wise. Talent wise, but right now, I I'm telling you, I'm gonna give you names of players I'm picking over him right now. Am I? Here's the here's my question. Am I putting them on on my team or am I just going no, purely in general, based on in general okay. top five quarterbacks? Okay. I'm picking Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Joe Burrow. Yeah. I'm picking Jalen Hurts. Right now I'm picking Jalen Hurts. As weird as that says, sounds, I'm picking Jalen Hurts. And right now, it's tied with Aaron Rodgers. No. I, I J- Jimmy, as, as bad as the Packers have been, Aaron Rodgers is doing just as much as Justin Herbert is with that team over there. Plain and simple. Yeah, but that's I, – I think that is – that is different because – that's as good as Rodgers can play. I don't know if Herbert is playing as good as he can play right now because he's been injured since week two against the Chiefs when they broke his fucking ribs. And the Chargers have literally done nothing else. Anytime that somebody comes back, somebody else is hurt. Like, okay, Keenan uh, Allen, you're here. Mike Williams. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you with that. But at some point, this team has to take its full advantage of its star quarterback, and they're not. Plain simple, they're not. Plain simple, they're not. They did it with Phil Rivers. They did it with Dan Fouts, and here they are doing with Justin Herberts. And right now, we can even have a conversation about about uh, I won't put Brady there, but you have a conversation about Lamar when he's healthy. You have a conversation about Kirk Cousins right now, and and, and Justin Herbert. Right now, I'm not saying overall and ten years from now. But right now, I'm 
right now. I want Kirk Cousins at the helm right now over what Harper's doing. Yes, he has better weapons, but he's doing just as good. There's, there's, there's like right now the conversation is Herbert what about Rogers, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is up there. There's a lot of names that 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 he needs to slide into that fifth spot because everyone in the top four I named Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts are all above him right now. That's not even a question. All I was just thinking you were going to put two of there, and I was like, I was not. No, no, I was not going to put two of there. But okay. all those four quarterbacks are better than him right now, and the fifth one is up for grabs. And, and right now, I don't think he has it. And and at some point, this talent he has, like I said, the talent around him, they're going to have to figure it out somehow because you're still the little brother in this division like everyone else is because there's a demon over there wearing 15 and, and, and an ugly-ass brother and, and a wife that won't shut the fuck up that will just ruin your life for the next 10 years like Peyton did, like 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 the likes of uh, 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 Derek, Derek, uh, Derek Carr did. I mean, you can go down the names of people that have ruined the Chargers' lives because of uh, their, their inability to win their division. Jake it's Plummer, Jay Cutler. You go down uh, listen to it. Trent Green. Trent I, I Green mean, for the Chiefs. Alex Smith, really, for the Chiefs. There's a lot. There's quite a there's few. There's a lot. There's a lot. Jam- not Jamarcus Russell. I'm not going to go that far. But, 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 yeah, for that reason, I'm giving me the high-powered offense We've, of the Miami Dolphins. Because I think, look, Dolphins – that was a tough game. San Francisco is a good ball club. That's a team that Brock Purdy would be a hell That's of a story. perfect example of uh, I've taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Exactly. So, but but Miami still is unreal, and I'm picking the Dolphins to go in and play another home game in, in Los Angeles. I love doing that every single week. Um. Uh, <laughs> That, by the way, that was a deep cut to those Charger fans when you brought up Dan Fouts. They probably haven't even thought of Dan Fouts in ten years, and you're like, I'm it. just rem- I'm just reminding them. Look, my team is ass, but your team has always been ass. <laughs> my team's ass right now. They are. They're they're a laughing soccer league, but my team is three Super Bowls. Y'all ain't never are just Super fighting Bowl. fighting everybody. I like it. All right, last game Monday Night Football for Week 14, New England at Arizona. Help me out big, for watching this one. Big big moment here. He, Kyler Murray is playing on Monday Night Football, which means double XP week, weekend. This weekend, he can play. It's huge. He can play all Saturday night, all Saturday he wants. Huge as in good, or huge as in we don't like we think it's going to be bad. <laughs> no, huge as in as in he can get it all out of the system on Saturday. Like on Saturdays, usually he can't do it because he has to like film and everything. He can prepare on Sunday. And Saturday is quote unquote off day after walkthroughs. So give me the Cardinals. I, I think New England's a fraud still. Mac Jones is trying to be so damn cocky. And he's not he's not him. There's rumors that Brady will come back to New England. I think it's hilarious. Cause cause at this point, I don't Brady's got a new chick, by the way. Oh my god, he upgraded. As weird as that sounds, but he upgraded. And 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 and, and right now the, there's already rumors that New England's trying to replace him. Give me, give me Arizona. I both. This is a terrible Monday Night Football game. But give me Arizona. Picking in the Patriots. I just, I trust. Did you pick Bill. the Chargers too? Oh, uh, no, I picked the Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. Yeah, no, I it's picked rare, the Dolphins. It's a rare moment. It's a rare moment. We picked yeah. the Dolphins. The, I already got over because the Eagles lost so early on in the season. I got over the fact that their seventy-two teams still pop champagne for. You won 12 games and went undefeated. Good for you. Good for you. Most teams go 12-0 and 0 in the NFL nowadays. Fucking idiots. Except for teams this year. 
Godzilla. Yeah, the, I mean, this year is a total. That's this is the it's the second year of the seventeen week season. This is where we start to see like the weirdness because there's a lot of teams that started off like really really bad. We didn't have the data because they were saying all those times where they were saying, well, if you're zero and three, then you only make the playoffs sixteen percent of the time. That's in a sixteen week season. There are teams right now that started zero and three or one and two that are like running away with their division or running away with these playoff spots. I there's everyone is still in the hunt, but it's like you know the teams that are are truly fighting it out for these spots. Like exactly, you know who's oh, who. Real quickly, have you ever fucked up something so bad that you get fired two years after you did it? Because that's what happened in Tennessee with their GM. Oh God. Oh boy. Tennessee is a <laughs> Tennessee's gonna win their division still. Oh yeah, no, there's, there's, and I think that they're gonna continue to win games this season. I think that that was an outlier, but just I think the ownership saw because he Personal. probably had to come into the to the office and be like, guys, I know AJ Brown is our only receiving threat. And literally, again, we have Derrick Henry. Football, yeah. We have Derrick Henry. I want to make sure that we're clear on that. We do have Derrick. And, and Derrick Henry is we still don't young. Need, He's only yeah. 29 years old. <laughs> we don't need A.J. Brown. We can trade him to Philadelphia. What's he going to do there? And then comes back and just just rubs his nuts all over your face. That's all he did. That's all and he look, was trying and to look, do. And look, Tennessee, if they had A.J. Brown right now, possibly could be a number one seed in, 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 in the NFL. Plain and simple. Like, like, well, not the NFL. Sorry, the AFC in general. Like they, they're that good still. They are that good. And Brable, I'm pretty sure they made that move so Brable can be literally take over everything. And honestly, I understand it. Let's be honest with ourselves. I understand it completely. Because there's rumors swirling that Ryan Day might be out, out at Ohio State. And there's a guy in that, that played Ohio State that is a big Ohio State guy that is one of the best coaches in the NFL that I'm sure would love to come come over and, and be play or coach his alma mater. So they're doing it as a reasons of, Brable, you're the guy. You're our guy. Don't leave us. You are going to be – you're going to take full control of this team. That's exactly what they're doing. I honestly don't know if his style would work at college. That's kind of – They would, but they, they would pull the trigger on him. You know they would. Oh, they, yeah, I know they would. And then – I'm fine with that because Michigan's going to win another three Michigan Ohio State matchups, and Vrabel's going to get canned after that too because the Ohio State University has the most finicky fan base of all time. Like you guys are still calling for Urban Meyer to be your coach, and the dude literally fakes a medical episode every time he loses a football game. You have zero integrity. Your program has always had zero integrity. Going back to when Woody Hayes punched the dude from Clemson. You are a trash program. And I'm saying this knowing that we have Jeremy coming on next week. You are a trash program. You got into the playoff on a technicality. I think Georgia's <laughs> going to come in and smack the shit out of you. And we're all going to be sitting here like, yeah, who gives a fuck about who's the fourth seed? You are the you are now the fourth seed that two years ago we were talking about you were going to beat the shit out of. Remember when they had – I know that about Bama wasn't one seed, but we were like, oh, Bama or Ohio State's going to kill whoever's number four. Ohio State, you're that fourth seed this year. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, sure. And like I said, I'm very happy Brable is going to be sticking around for the long haul because it's the right move. It's the right move for that for, for Tennessee in general. And like I said, Brable's done nothing but great things for for uh, for, for for Tennessee. So it's it's a great move, and, and it's the right move. It's absolutely the right move. And he's going to be taking over full control. And and if anything, that's the guy I want at the head. If I'm Tennessee Titan fan. 
I agree with you. I think that knowing that you have your coach is a big step. I still, as a Bengals fan, I don't know if I have my coach yet. I'm still a little bit um, out there on that. This is a different take after the playoffs last year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. We have come full circle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And then when they go back to the playoffs and go on another run, I'm going to be just fine. And it's just all, yeah. all going to be good. And we'll go right back again. <laughs> back on the merry-go-round. I think that's as much fun as I, I can handle. You got anything else that you want to drop on the people before we uh, send them off and, and get ready for a double episode week next week with the pick them and, and our regular show? Yeah, like I said, we'll keep up to date on our, all of our social medias. Yes, like we, we we both have very busy schedules, but you bet your ass we'll always tweet some shit out about everything that's going on. So, obviously, we'll have takes on what the Avs are doing, uh, what the Nugs are doing. The Rockies made a trade over the weekend, so that's interesting, I guess. But, but like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll cover all those things more on our Twitter and our Instagram and, and comment and do all that kind of stuff more on there. Um, obviously, like I said, such football heavy right now. Football, no pun intended. Football and American football. So, so we're gonna be focusing on that. But like I said, all we'll, we'll, we 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 watch all sports, and you bet your ass we'll we'll keep up with everything. And all I can say, Jimmy, we're coming. We're coming. Yep. We're coming. We, we, are, we are coming. Be sure at FUOTB Pod, all social media platforms. Follow wherever you're listening to your podcast. Leave a five star rating and a review, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow the Variety Sports Network. Uh, we are proud to be a part of the Variety Sports Network at Variety underscore Sports underscore, and uh, be sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel as well. For now, enjoy the World Cup on Thursday, on Friday and Saturday. Enjoy the Army Navy game, and then another weekend of NFL football. We'll be back next week, bringing you our regular episode on Thursday, and then dropping our third annual College Bowl Pick'em Show on Friday. So that's all coming up. This has been episode 118 of the Far End of the Bench podcast with myself, Jimmy Pilato, and my co-host, Nico Bryant. We will see you guys next week. Peace. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. Mm-hmm.